Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 206. Um, not quite what we had in planned. Uh, we had we, <laughs> we had very big plans, um, and I gave you a chance to back out, Matt. And I said, I want. I said, if you back want to back out, I was like, I'm perfectly okay with that. I was thinking of sending a message to you, like, do we really want to go ahead with this nine 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 challenge? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was game for it. I'm gonna put it out. I was game for it. You probably were. I, I wasn't, and one of the things that probably made me not want to do it. it it's been a, it's been a rough week, but that that wasn't really the side of it. Yeah, um, I've actually been eating a lot more healthily the last couple of weeks. Nothing particular, just one of those things. And um, last night, I I went a long time without food actually, which I was planning on doing in the lead up to this. Um, I took Mason to a, a golf tournament and I was intending stopping off around three o'clock ish in the afternoon at like um, a Burger King or something, getting yeah. some food, blah, blah, blah. And I'm walking around with him, etc. Anyway, the GPS took me on a route I didn't recognize and alas, no Burger King. So we didn't get any food at all. Um, and I had early lunch. I, this is how ridiculous the school system is in America. My lunch was like 10 o'clock in the morning. Like that's what? totally, I, and I know it's ridiculous. Time. I, I know anyway so by the time we finally finished with golf we had to drop off another player at home it was nearly eight o'clock at night so mason's starving as well so i was like do you want to stop at burger king he's like absolutely so we stopped off at burger king and um got the burger got the fries and oh man it, it, it was good but this morning it's like oh my god my stomach just did not feel good i was like i, I haven't been eating crap i've actually been eating good stuff and i think my body was rejecting the crap and then in that's my mind i was like well if that's just one burger <laughs> nine hot dogs nine beers in three hours it's probably not going to be a very good idea so, <laughs> so i was like nah we'll, we'll we'll pass on that at some point in the future it would be something i think it'd be more appropriate to do on a bank holiday it just i don't know this week's just been exhausting so anyway how you been matt Yeah, hand me a loaded gun, that one, Graham. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're recording on Friday the 9th. Um, 9 9. Yeah, the last couple of days have been very weird. Very weird. Um, uh, it, everybody knows this. It's no, it's no secret, no shock. Um, spoiler alert. It, it's not really a spoiler at this point, Graham. <laughs> Not really a spoiler at this point. Um, obviously, the Queen of England had passed away this week. Um, and everyone in America assumed that everyone in England knows the Queen personally. Um, they, a lot, there are some who actually have asked that, Graham. Like, Do you know the Queen? Like, no. Um, well, it did feel like some part of your family died this week. It generally did feel that way. My mother was in floods of tears. Um, it's been very difficult for a lot of people. Um, all the sporting events in the United Kingdom have been cancelled this weekend. The whole sporting fixture, with the exception of horse racing, which is returning on Sunday. 
Um, I can't wait to see how that's with a World Cup that's happening in December anyway, um, and a fixture backlog as it is anyway. I, I'm going to be curious how this is going to work. But. They can slot it in later, later, like end of the season, maybe. They can slot it in there, and it's fine. I'm sure they'll figure it out. They're paid to sort it out, they'll sort it out. Um, mm-hmm. no, one, no one could have seen this coming, to be fair, um, because no one knew she was in that bad a health condition. Um, so yeah, um, as as was said by the, by the new prime minister, which came in this week, uh, um, God bless Her, Her Majesty, long live the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charles the Third. I do feel bad for anybody who made plans this weekend, like who bought tickets that are like, like travel tickets, like rail tickets that are non-refundable, or um, hotel things that are non-refundable. Mm. Um, like there's a whole host of things that must have gone a into a lot of people actually are being a lot more forgiving about that because it is an extraneous circumstance. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are um, allowing to rearrange for when the fixtures are so, so are rearranging. So that's good. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people a lot of people are saying, um, you know, this is they're calling it act of God and basically like a like a better term. One thing I've learned is after the pandemic and the backlash a lot of people had with holidays being booked and the whole too bad, so sad thing from travel companies. We've got a lot of them. Yeah. People are a lot more happy now because right now travel industries, even if, I mean, for example, say for example, you were flying across here for uh, Liverpool Wolf, which is happening tomorrow, yesterday. Um, it would have been in pop. You would have been here, and you probably probably could have got other stuff done. But the game you came to see would have been happening. Yeah, which is the whole reason you came. Mm-hmm. So it it would uh, it makes a lot of sense that they're there saying like it's okay. We'll just, we'll just like put it like boom as soon as it's announced when it's going to be, we'll rebook it for you for then. A lot of people being really happy about that. And hotels, for the most part, are refunding in general. So that's fine. I'm going to give the opposite side of the American view, because obviously living in America, um, I had a lot of people today who came and asked me, like, am I okay? Am I doing all right? Did you hear the news? Like, a lot of people asked, did you hear the news? A lot of them started like, you probably heard the news, but are you okay? And uh, the thing that surprised me as a Brit living in the US right now is how hard it's hit the Brits. Um, Like, when I talked to you, because you were like, oh, I had a rough day, and I was like, because of Liz, like kind of flippantly, and you were like, "Yeah, like I'm not." You said you're not really a royalist, but it kind of for me. I was like 96. Like she had a great life. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I, it's no, absolutely she did in any way, shape, or form. Like it's like the people who said like, "Oh my gosh, I never saw this coming." I was like, "She's 96." Like if you didn't see well, it coming, well, well, admittedly her mom lived over 100, but she had a great innings. Um, no, yeah. no. I don't think there's any... I understand that it's a big change. Um, and obviously now there's King Charles and things like that. But yeah, and people are like, oh no, they're going to have to put... They're going to have to print like new money and stuff. They do that every year. Graham, Graham, I hate to... I hate to, The first time in 206 episodes we have an interjection from the gallery. Oh, geez. I was going to say, I think what's taken a lot of people by surprise is she's pitched on Tuesday after meeting Boris Johnson and this trust, so she's been pictured this week, carrying out duties, then literally 48 hours later, she's quite died. 24 like, hours later. 
was Tuesday and she died on Thursday. So yeah, but 24 yeah. hours later she was told to rest. Math's not his strongest point. 48 That's hours, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that it's happened that quickly, and it was like, oh wow, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it, it has been a bit of a. But she... we, we knew it was going to come one day, no question about it, but no one was ready for it. Yeah, I think if she hadn't been seen for weeks, and people, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. The fact she's seen doing stuff on Tuesday. Yeah. She's been the one constant in this country. I mean, America, they can only have a prison for a maximum of eight years in total. And we've yeah. had you only like to serve two terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we've had a reigning monarch for for seventy years. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm never going to see a queen in my lifetime again. Not a ruling queen, anyway. Uh, Not a member of royalty. Well, well, that's a good point. But that's another thing. Canada's Drag Race um, put out a tweet yesterday um, saying the crown at the gabs. Um, really bad timing, guys. Uh, really bad time read the room. Wasn't that their final? I think it was a scheduled tweet they put. It was a scheduled tweet, yeah, and they did. I think they did take it down, but yeah, yeah. So thank you to the gallery. Thank you to the gallery. Um, I did see several friends posting things about similar. Like, um, I don't want to see anyone joking about this. If I see anything like that, then you're going to get blocked immediately. Which is why I had to text somebody the picture of uh, it says. Um, Commiserations with the Queen dying. She was one of the last people to see the Dallas Cowboys win a Super Bowl. So I had to make sure I texted that per- that person directly and not put it on Facebook so I could um, avoid upsetting some of my Facebook friends. I-, I couldn't resist that one. I always like a cheap popper of Dallas Cowboys. That is fair enough, Graham. That is fair enough, to be fair. Um, there, is the, there is a lot of love being, being shared around and her, her great sense of the humour, of course. And, and to be fair, her love for America, actually, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, she's uh, she had a lot. She had a great relationship with Obama's. Um, she even spoke highly somehow of number forty-five. Um, God knows how. Uh, God knows how she didn't push him in front of of, of the of the nearest corgi. She and had she, her fingers crossed behind her back. No, she deliberately wore. A, I think it was a brooch that Obama bought for her when uh, Trump was there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. I remember. I remember. Um, she she did a thing of um to David Attenborough, you know, the um the famous uh, documentary maker. They were talking about the trees that were being planted in the garden. They've been showing all these wonderful clips the last twenty four hours, so. and one of them was of her um in the helicopter go ahead, like like sounds like sounds like Trump. <laughs> I'm not sure, sure if you meant that was him landing or that was the noise he makes. Um, either way, it was fun. It made made me laugh. And Dad Amber also pointed out that one of the sun that sundial was in the shade um, of of a tree. <laughs> and she and uh, her Majesty turned around and was like, "Like we didn't we didn't think that one through, did we?" Surely it wasn't the shade to begin with. In fact, the trees have been the sundial was probably bare before the tree. <laughs> but it's still been like she had a great sense of humor. I mean, uh, was it? I think it was this year she was cutting. Was it this year or last year she was cutting that massive cake with a went like an antique sword, and she was like, she was all like, "There's a knife." Like, yes, I know, but this is something rather unusual. And she cut through it. It looked like a, it looked like a big Costco sheet cake. That's what it looked like. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's been a bit it's been a bit an emotional one, but 
a lot of people, I mean, I, I today we heard God Save the King being sung, and that's something hasn't been sung for a long, long time in this country. I was thinking about that. Like, I don't really sing the anthem, but I, if I could, but the words are kind of embedded in your head as you listen to it. Like the change in the pronoun as well. Like I can imagine myself kind of stumbling on it. Like it's just, just not just queen to king, and I assume it send him victorious, etc., yes. etc. But yeah, it just sounds very different. But yeah, something that we'll something is, we'll get used to. It is, but it is. But as Her Majesty would say as well, um, things things do carry on. Mm-hmm. And, Can we talk uh, some wrestling? I don't really want to talk. I was hoping we were going to do like a two-minute chat. We've got like 15 minutes on the week. And that's the point I'm just getting to, Graham. Um, oh, as as Majesty would, would enjoy, no doubt. Uh, let's talk about some good stuff this week, Graham. And there's quite a bit to talk about. So. Good! Bad! All right, no guests. You're up. We were supposed to be talking baseball, so it was, it was really going to be us. Um, and possibly one other person, but... And we were going to, I don't know quite how we were going to do it. I don't know if we were going to do it in each inning. We were going to talk a little baseball. Who knows? Anyway, baseball. <laughs> baseball can take a backseat. Wrestling. I have my good cop baseball cap on right there for a second. Oh, I was going to mention that, actually. Um, the Queen actually was, I saw a picture of the Queen of the Orioles game um, in 1980-something. Yes. Like, oh, I didn't know she was in I saw that picture. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. I, I haven't shared, I haven't shared it with Jackson. I totally forgot about it, but I thought he might get a kick out of that picture. Oh, he would Never love seen it. that picture before. He would love that. All right, wrestling. Let's get to it. Right. Now, I am fully aware that we are a week removed from, Car- from Clash of the Castle. I'm fully aware of that. But I became aware... about that last week, right? Yeah. Indeed. It was, it was wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. Um, there was... What, what I missed, one of the um, of the, one of the bits of media that were being done for it. Obviously, I mentioned last week Triple H was press of the flesh. He was everywhere. This there, now he was on this morning. I mentioned that last week, of course. He did a sit-down interview uh, with someone on BT Sport. And this was for an hour and 15 minutes. Ooh. Um, lengthy. I, it was a very lengthy interview. Uh, and they talk about all sorts of things that well worth checking out. Um, but there is a 20-minute section of it, which I focused on. And that was... Triple and now a. he's going to read all 20 minutes of that segment. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to... I'm just going to point why it stood out to me it was about the uh the complications around his heart and if, oh okay yeah about what happened with it and he had 16 hours of surgery in two days Oof. yeah yeah uh it was um it was intense and it, it was a good watch though and he was very 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 um, candid about it all and how serious it was. Um, but he's also glad he did what he, he glad he had it done because, uh, well, he's got his health now and he's back to. And yes, he's got a pacemaker in there. It's it's a pacemaker, but it's gonna make sure that he. Uh, to make sure that he's able to be around to be a, a, an old man and mean that he's going to watch his, his kids and eventually his grandkids grow up. Um, and of course, he's now running one of the biggest entertainment companies in the world uh, alongside his wife. Um, Stephanie 
he said was her rock was 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 his his rock so so um for it all um and it just made me realize that he um it's definitely made him go and get it checked out and he he's glad that she that she talked him into it um we've mentioned before on this show about how important it is to look after your health um if, if you think something's wrong get it checked out um I don't know if I, I've forgotten if I mentioned on this show going or not that I had a cancer scare this year. You um, did, and it I, and um, I am and I I mean some would say that heart heart attack, heart disease heart attacks aren't as severe as cancer. Um, depends on your point of view. They both kill you. Um, difference is is that one is slightly more treatable. Um, Triplated was uh, caught early enough for able to save his life. It's gonna, it's gonna be worth going back and looking at the at the interview for sure. The interview okay. itself um, is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can you imagine if I'm I'm forgetting the timeline exactly? Is it about nine months ago? Is that about right? I'm trying to think. It just it feels like it's less than a year. Um, the Instagram. The no, interview when he had his surgery. Yeah. The interview was given given, it was a year to the day. Oh, okay. All right. Can you imagine, like, if that sort of came around, like, nine months later, if he hadn't gone straight away, and he would like, well, I'm just going to see how it is. And then he decided, can you imagine the mess that WWE would be in right now? If Vince wasn't there, Triple H wasn't stepping. Obviously, Stephanie could have stepped in. Yeah, Um, they'd have figured something out, but... I'm sure they would, but would it be the the product that we're excited about right now? Like we've been, we were waxing lyrical last week and continue to probably for the last few weeks. To be quite honest, we've had a lot of good cop moments that have been WWE related. Now you obviously have had a lot of those anyway over 206 episodes. Me less so. Um, The fact that I'm more of a convert now. I, I didn't think that I would be as a wrestling fan. I didn't think I would be at that point again where I could say I'm excited about WWE. I thought that moment had kind of passed. Um, I thought that was it was something I got back into because of Mason, and I initially enjoyed it for wrestlers I hadn't seen. And I thought it was just that steady decline where it would be like, okay, it's there. Like, I'll watch it because we talk about it. Um, But it's nothing that I'm going to get overly excited about. And that's changed massively. And that's really down to Triple H. That's not down to Vince. Um, If the allegations about Vince hadn't come out, I'm sure Vince would have been in charge. And I'm sure there would have been a lot of things that I would be still unhappy about. Whereas Hunter's come in straight away. And some of the stuff's little, like words that you can actually say, like you can say wrestler now. Like it sounds so obvious. Um, giving people their names back. I saw added onto that list this week was uh, Tommaso Ciampa as well. So it was just little things like that. But it's, it, it's made all the difference. It's something that Vince wouldn't have done because he was too stubborn. And um, thank goodness Hunter did get that checked out. Um, obviously, everything's worked out well. But the, the difference in a year, whew. That's huge in terms of his health and in terms of his position within the company. Yeah, it's massive. Absolutely. Um, and as is the proof of point, the, the rate things are, are still creeping up, even even now, because we don't know what's going to happen week to week. Uh, the stories are going on, but we don't know what's going to happen. And we had surprises this week. I'll talk about it in, in my speech, no doubt. Um, yeah. It's been... Uh, it's... Scary if we realize how close we were to losing one of the greatest ring generals. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. terrifying to think about it. But even taking that aspect out of it, those kids nearly lost their dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, um, thankfully, um, the uh, thankfully he listened to his partner. Yeah, go check it out. Listen to your partners. Always good advice. Always yes, good advice. Yep. Never argue the missus. Mm-hmm. All right. My um, good cop moment. Well, actually, my whole moment. Having expected to talk really about baseball, um, I didn't actually have anything planned, Matt, to be honest. I was like, I'm going to talk baseball. I'm just going to roll with what you got. So I'm going the Dennis Fowler route. I have absolutely nothing planned, except for one tweet that I saved. Um, I noticed just as I was leaving school that Bobby Fish was uh, trending. So uh, my good cop, you are editing this week, right? I just want to check. You're recording, Graham, so I hope you are. So I got my recording to my, my console. You're, you're definitely editing this. It, it sends it to you as well. You know. No, it doesn't. Well, I'll be sending it to you then. You're editing this week. Um, so you got some. You'll have to find that jingle for you. Um, my good cop moment of the week is uh, Bobby Fish calling Phil Brooks a f- <laughs> I don't know if you've actually seen this or not. I know it's unusual for me to drop words like this. I was like, well, if we're going off script, I might as well uh, mention this. Well, first of all, it was interesting because it said Phil Brooks and it didn't say CM Punk. So that kind of got my attention. Obviously, it didn't have the C word mentioned trending on Twitter. Um, And then when I carried on reading it. So in case you haven't seen the article, Matt, this is an interview with Steve Fall of NBC Sports. Uh, Fish provided some insight as to why he's not a fan of CM Punk. I thought this would appeal to you. Uh, there is no challenge, Fish said, clarifying that it was an invitation for Punk to fight him. Phil is not a bad pro wrestler, but what Phil is not is a martial artist. I've been doing martial arts since I was eight years old, so I take a lot of pride in it. It's something that I'll do until the day I die. There are other people within pro wrestling, Brian Danielson, Kyle O'Reilly, people that train and they put that into their pro wrestling. You do that because pro wrestling is made up in a way that we get to bring a little piece of ourselves and add it to whatever we do because so many variables are controlled. You can paint with whatever color you want. Choose a color that you have in your toolbox. If you don't have blue, then you're not painting with blue. CM Punk is not a martial artist. He went on pay-per-view and showed the world that he's not a martial artist. He's a pro wrestler. Go out, tackle, drop down, leapfrog, give it again. It's all good. In that lane, he has talent, but when it comes to martial arts, you're insulting the audience's intelligence because we're supposed to be creating an atmosphere when you suspend your disbelief. It's insulting for you as one of my co-workers or peers as a martial artist, and you're asking me to go out and sell and put over your... It says bunk ass here. I assume it meant punk ass. Uh, Martial arts. It's insulting to the audience, and it's an insult to me. He continued about his match on October 27th, obviously, when he faced punk. I'm working for AEW, they're paying my check, and you ask me to put my shoulder down for Phil Brooks, I go out and do it. Interestingly enough, there was a little whatever in the match we had. And Phil was, after the match, well, Phil was a... (laughs) Frankly, as a martial artist, I went out and laid my shoulder down for you, and you should have been grateful that I did because on national TV, if I decided that I wanted to fucking hack you your ass, I could have because you're that little of a threat in my world. I'm not John Jones or Anderson Silva, but I've got been doing martial arts long enough to know where I can hold you like a wet nap, Phil Brooks. For you to be <laughs> after for a mistake you made, it doesn't wear well. Not to mention the move he finished me with. It's not even his. It's Kenta's. Phil, you took a man's finishing move. Anyone who knows pro wrestling know that you fucked up. You weren't even decent enough to change the name, Fish said. Um, obviously... <laughs> Uh, Mr. Brooks, we might be talking about a little bit more in some other segments. Obviously, AEW was rather interesting this week in uh, many different things. Um, 
I'm a big CM Punk fan, but I, I like uh, Bobby Fish for standing up, um, telling his side of that story. I always like to hear a little bit more information and um, obviously using vocabulary that I wouldn't normally use, but obviously I was just quoting somebody. So I thought that made it okay. And um, but I throw it in, particularly in case you hadn't seen it. I, I wasn't sure if you'd seen it. I wasn't sure how big, as I was looking later, I did see a few more people quoting it. I saw people tweeting about it, Graham, but I didn't touch it. Okay. For that reason. So thanks for that. <laughs> you, you, my, and to quote my little sister at this point, my ear is not a toilet. Uh, considering your language on this show, that was uh, pretty mild. Uh, and I read it. That, I, just read, I didn't put any emphasis on words like you normally get really excitable when you use those uh, profanity. I just read it as a, a simple quote. I've never said that word. Do you know I haven't. Fun? I was reading. That was Bobby Fisher's word. Do you know how much hassle I give the rest of the Dungeons and Junkies team for when they intentionally throw that in there and I have to bleep it out of They do? Oh, my gosh. I didn't know they were such body mass. They, oh. they, they say it everywhere in Cornwall, which is where Carrie acted from. Oh, every, okay. Every okay. Word. You don't and have to bleep it out. It was just a quote. I do, because I would not use that word. All right, well, that's on you. If it was me editing, I wouldn't be editing it out. Oh, I'm still entirely trying how to get a file that size to me, but never mind. <laughs> if I have to fly it over myself, I will do so. In any case, um, I do agree. That boy fished it up for himself. Mm -hmm. I won't get me Bob fish. All right, you better give us your speed check, and since I don't have anything prepared, I better start thinking about a speed check. You got okay. 90 seconds ish. I'm not setting the clock. It's 4.36 on my computer clock. So if you're still okay. talking at 4.40, I'm stopping you. <laughs> okay. Um, one thing that stood out to me as well, whilst I saw the Triple H um, interview, uh, BT Sport also did a little like a sketch, like a little skit uh, in the Welsh um, farms. And uh, one of them, and it was Damien Priest living on a farm, um, actually, like, actually shepherding the goat and all that sort of stuff. It was really, really funny. It was only about two minutes long. He had like three, four lines, but he was standing there in his full goth attire <laughs> doing, doing stuff on farms. It was brilliant. And I would encourage everyone to check it out. It's just two, two, two minutes, but BT went out of the way to make that happen. And I love that for that matter. Um, Braun Strowman, um, back on Monday Night Raw and still the monster among men. If you're on SmackDown tonight, as we're talking, um, looking forward to see what happens there. Um, and that actually leads into my last thing, which is when I bought a bear with me here, when I bought the WWE 2K22 video game, Graham, um, there were many people on the roster list who were left for company by that point. Yeah. Half of that list of people who left are back, at the, back. Company, are back at the company already. So I'm quite happy about that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's going to be in your bad cop moment about a WWE having a bloated roster, bringing all those there. They've obviously got rid of those people and all they've done is just brought them straight back. I know you wouldn't want to be hypocritical having said multiple things like that about AEW. They have got But I'll, I'll wait for the bad cop moments. They have got multiple shows, Graham, I will say. <laughs> so does AEW. AEW has four shows. Do they? Technically, WWE has three shows. Yeah, you want me to count them out? I know math's not your strong point. Raw, SmackDown, 
NXT 2.0. Don't say the UK because that's not where those wrestlers wrestle. And also, you've also got level up, and you've also got you have oh, main event. Oh, whoo, sorry, main event and Ooh. level up. Level <laughs> <Still> five. <laughs> and those people. You are not trying to tell me that Braun Strowman is appearing on Level Up. Don't even go there. That, that's like the biggest devil advocate right there. Level Up is, is what 205 Live be, grew out of. You. Okay, mm-hmm. 205 Live became Level Up, yeah, correct? Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman turned up on 205 Live. He did? He did at one point, yeah. He wasn't wrestling, though. He turned up and wrecked the entire crew of division and left. Yeah, he was chasing into Amore. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, my my speed check is um I honestly don't really know that I've, I've been so busy this week I don't really know what happened with AEW all I know is I got a tweet from you saying CM Punk had been fired which seemed like it was a little post a little premature perhaps but you and, <laughs> anyway one of the fallout things with uh, whatever's going on with Mr Punk right now is um we had the return of MJF now it seems I'm actually doing the uh, the Dennis Farrell side of this by not really preparing um I suddenly remembered Matt as I was get, trying to think what am I going to talk about for two minutes um Dennis actually shared a story with us about CM Punk uh, sorry about MJF um, after we went off air because I we wanted to ask him about the interview like um like like it was a great interview it was it was entertaining as MJF always is. So he wanted to talk about Dennis Sutter. Anyway, MJF, back in the ring. <laughs> the NFL season has just started. So it was in Buffalo. Buffalo was in the first game. He's got his quarterback jersey on. He's coming out totally a face, apologizing to the crowd. It's like, it was all in jest. Like, I didn't mean any of that stuff. They are absolutely eating out of his hand. The fact that he's back, everyone wants him back. He's the, he can be as, he is like that naughty nephew. Like, you can be as bad as you like, but inside, everyone still kind of loves you a little bit. And they would forgive him in instantly. Then Moxley comes out, Moxley does his piece, and then he rips his jersey off, calls him every single name under the sun, and he's gone straight back to the character he was. And once again, they still loved him. Uh, but he had them absolutely eaten out of his hat. The fact that he could get them to do the chant, hey, he does, hey, like, MJF. He's absolutely brilliant. I mentioned to Mason as we were driving to the golf because it was about 45 minutes away. I was talking about some of the AEW stuff and I mentioned the fact, I was like, I am so glad we got to see MJF kind of before this, when we got to mm. see him when, and he's still only about 25, but at 21, he was that same sort of character and that meet and greet that we had with him, we got such extra value with that. We'll never forget that. I, I will always post that picture with Mason whenever I get the chance um, and that's what he's done, but now he's just up to even more. But MJF coming back onto our screens can only be a good thing. Um, whether those other names come back or not, we'll wait to see. I I think work, Matt. It, it just it just screams work to me from what little I know. Um, anyway, so MJF. Fair enough. I'm happy with MJF back as well, Graham. Okay. All right. Let's go to Bad Cop. I've got a feeling you might want to readdress it, but it might be in this next section. It's not like you not to want to say anything. I know you too well, Mr. Willis. Good! Bad! Alright, besides the Queen passing away this week, what was a Bad Cop moment in the world of wrestling? Let's not forget, of course, that her mother was a massive fan of world of sport. As well. I know she liked her horse racing. He did like a whole thing as well, yes. Uh, now, 
Where do we start with the clusterfuck? <laughs> that was you're gonna talk. That... You're not talk. You never talk AEW, Matt. Well, to be fair, <laughs> all that was fine. Yeah, all that was fine. Yeah, you know, it it it, it, it kind of called the finish in the main event, um, mm-hmm. which I'm actually angry about because there's no need to have him. It made no, it. It was a waste of a good. Never mind. I explained that last week. I'm not going to camera it now. Okay. The press con. The fact that is that if that's your WrestleMania, yeah, and it is the big WrestleMania style event, isn't it? It is. Shouldn't people be talking about the wrestling? <laughs> you you would think so, Graham. You haven't been watching. As much as we could, you said, because you've been busy, did you say? I did watch some AEW highlights. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I wanted to see what was going to happen. Yeah, but what is everyone talking about this week? Everyone's talking about the, the media scrum. Everything that happened conference. after the event. It's a press conference, yes. Press we, conference, yes. Which um, which um, Near Falls um, media were, were invited to be a part of. I wasn't there for it, but I was actually offered a chance to represent near falls there, but I couldn't because I was on the early, so no. But it was, oh, it, if I'm going to put this into context quite quickly, the worst thing that could have possibly happened at AEW at the same time that WWE is on the upswing. Yeah. Now, firstly, um, I can sort of see Punk's point of view, okay? And I'm aware that I'm not his biggest fan, as everyone knows. I can sort of see his point of view. Um, personally, I think the journalist was an arsehole for bringing it up in the first place, um, because that's not that's nothing to do with the all-out thing. We talk about all-out and all that stuff. I thought, personally... I think that uh, Punk was unprofessional in his re- response, personal opinion. Uh, I think Tony Khan looked weak next to him because he didn't try and stop him. If anything, he was egging him on, if anything, because people have been looking at the, the body language. And I think I'm no body language expert, but some people have been saying that. Um, the fact that he then called out... Um, the Bucks and Kenny um, said they know where to find me and then by all accounts they did find him um, because as Jericho was doing his part of press conference he um, it's, it's been mentioned someone was turned up the volume a little bit um, Jericho mentioned um, something went down Backstage to Tony Khan, I thought, Yeah, I'll see you in my office later. Um, yeah, um, this was going to happen at some point. We find out what kind of general manager, CEO, um, Tony Khan is, but I find out what it is at some point. This could not have happened, could not have happened at worst time. You just had your biggest show of the year, you've just crowned. A trio's champions, 
you've just crowned a, a brand new world champion and both titles were vacated. Could not have happened at a worse time. Add to the fact that you've that the that the everyone involved in the backside the backstage brawl were indefinitely suspended. Um and by all accounts, Punk was not suspended or fired. So a lot of people are saying he's gonna be fired or something like that. So that's why I thought like it's worth keeping your eye on sort of thing. I actually when I when I logged on to play D D this week, Chad was in the call, like, had he gone yet? I said to him because he just recorded before going VFTR. I said to Chad, has Punk been fired yet? I'm like, not yet, he's not mad. I let you know. Clearly <laughs> he got much closer. He'd be watching Dynamite that night. Um yeah. Couldn't have gone worse. Punk's injured. He's not gonna be back until for about eight months, apparently. Injured from what happened backstage? Uh, no, he, he injured himself during the match with Mox. Oh, well, that's okay. That's unfortunate. That, that, that's, like, hey, that's unfortunate kind of events. These things do happen. Um, so, again, Mox seems we have, again, and this is simply a recurring thing with John Mox in AEW, has put the company on his back again. And he's going to have to run with it. Um, MGF and Mox, I dare say, will have a great feud. Um, because, I mean, this tournament they've got going on, I, I like the idea. I like the idea. I think it's going to be great. But I think the money, the money, the money matches Moxie versus MJF at this point, personally. Um, although seeing Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara is going to give me a lot of palpitations. A lot of abs on Australia. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I have more to say, but not about the press conference, Graham. So I'm going to leave that full with BJ. What about you? Okay. Um, I, I didn't know enough about that story to include it, so it was something that I was kind of avoiding. And as I didn't, as I wasn't physically taking notes this week, and I literally was like, as I'm driving home, was like, all right, let's see what I can think of. Um, I obviously I was thinking about the passing of the Queen, and then as I was thinking about the Queen, I suddenly started thinking about Charlotte Flair. And I suddenly realized she's not been on screen for a while. And it made me re- it made me then start to thinking about, and you kind of, when you focused on the product, you get so engrossed with who's there that you kind of forget who's like not there for the moment. And obviously Charlotte Flair is one of those people. Like I've been enjoying the, the women's matches. Like um, Bailey's recently come back. Um, having Dakota Kai with her as well and EO Sky. I hope I get that yeah. wrong, right? Um, loving all that. Um, at uh, Clash of the Castle, absolutely awesome. But then I started to remember, like, who else is not there? So right now we're missing Charlotte. Uh, we're missing Sasha. I, we, I don't think we really know what's happening with Sasha, do we? Sasha and Naomi were spotted today with, with some WWE personnel. I did hear rumours that they could be back at Clash at the Castle. They obviously weren't. They were not on Raw either, from what I, I could tell. I wouldn't be... They were spotted today, as in Friday, with some W personnel. So I wouldn't be shocked if they turned on SmackDown. But I'm not okay. expecting it. And as of right now, I think Becky's off the screen as well, right? Becky's injured, yeah. So three of the horse... So as much as I'm enjoying the, the women's wrestling right now, the thought of just straight away 
three more names that you can, as good as the WWE product is right now, you're taking, we're talking three elite women wrestlers right now. If that, if and when that they come back, like there's a lot to be excited for. Um, I'm also kind of curious, and I know this is a controversial one as well. Um, Tessa Blanchard as well. Very talented wrestler. I, I don't think we can argue over that side. I think she's put in her third appearance on the indies since um, we last talked about her. Yeah. Um, looked awesome in the ring, as far as I could tell. Like, um, but does she have some ring rust? Possibly. There's the matches that she's been in so far been entertaining. Uh, definitely. She, she's a fantastic talent. As we're obviously in the Bad Cop segment right now, it, it, seems, it seems fitting to want to mention her as well. Like somebody who could be making our wrestling more exciting, uh, but is not in for for mainly for her own for her own fault. It's something that she certainly brought on herself. But yeah, um, just kind of curious, like my little trainer thought that was how my brain kind of went. But yeah, it was what's the deal with Charlotte? I genuinely don't remember. My memory is so poor. I know you know I'm so old, Matt, that I don't remember stuff. Um, was she take was she injured? Um, I believe Greg. Oh, was she taking a rest after marriage? I believe she's going on a honeymoon, right? Yeah, that's a long honeymoon. Well, maybe they maybe they wait the right time for the to make her return, Graham. Uh, like maybe be. maybe the Royal Rumble or it's a Survivor Series. Uh, that's obviously the thing what we, big, we talked about points? before that wrestlers need a rest, and you can't you can't go every single day for a year round. Mm. So at some point you need these periodic breaks because then it is exciting when they do come back for events like that. I'm going to be honest, I would not be excited for Charlotte Flair coming back in the Royal Rumble um, because you know she would probably win it and then it's like the same old story. She's immediately got a WrestleMania match. Has she deserved that? She's going to be back. I wouldn't be excited for that personally, but um, I'm sure other people possibly would. But yeah, just the, just the as good as women's wrestling is right now, a lot of names who are missing that I would like to see back in the in the ring. Fair enough, Graham. Um, curiously, Graham, with the five, the five fatal five way uh, match on SmackDown advertised tonight for the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Do you know who okay. did it? I have no idea. I'm going to name them, Graham, and okay. you, I, I guarantee you the last one I name. You'll agree with me is the one that's going to win it. Okay. Okay. You've got Zia Lee, mm-hmm. fantastic wrestler, Sonia Deville, mm-hmm. Natalia, mm-hmm. Uh, Lacey Evans. Oh, Mr. Flair, you nasty. And uh, Ronda Rousey. I like Ronda Rousey. I I agree with you. I can't see it any other way unless they want to build up her anger levels by getting her cheated out of it and getting Lacey to win or something like that. I, see, this, we haven't seen Lacey for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they repackage her slightly because um, she was obviously a favourite for Blake back down at XT, um, as most of these girls were. Um, so hopefully they can make something out of it because she was doing one finish with another thing and they can't seem to find the right thing for Lacey Evans, unfortunately. So this could this could be the perfect thing. I'd like to I, I want to see Lacey versus Liv. I want to see that. Absolutely. I mean impressed with Liv progress. And we definitely need to see Ronda versus Shayna at some point as well. Yeah I'm not such a I'm I don't particularly want to see Ronda versus Liv again. But I actually like that idea. As much as I love Ronda, like just keep keep her losing right now. 
so she gets really pissed off. I think that would be way more entertaining right now. We're getting a lot of intergender stuff with one another as well, and she, she's attacking. We're getting her like putting Adam Pierce in like armbars and things. Uh, honestly, an actual match in the match, maybe oh. Triple H will push that through. You Please. never know. He was, he was a big, big advocate of China back in the day. Ronda could easily do that, I reckon. Ronda could easily, oh. yeah, I mean, and totally believable as well. Absolutely, totally believable. Yeah. I would happily see Ronda Rousey go one on one with Bobby Lashley for the uh, US Championship. That'd yeah, be that'd mm-hmm. be fun. Two submission experts, and yeah, it'd be great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll, we've kind of straightened my point a little bit there, but it's all good. Yeah, it's a lot of women um, who aren't who haven't been on the card for a while. Um, chance for them to return, maybe as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Things which are on my mind for my speed check, Graham. Um, Dave Meltzer's ratings for Clash of the Cast were out. Oh, boy. I haven't yeah. seen them. Yeah. He gave three and a quarter stars to the pre-show gap match. He gave four stars to a six-woman tag. He gave five stars to Gunter versus Sheamus. He gave a W. That's the is that the first one? That's the first WWE match that's got five stars, right? It's the first one for a while. What was the last one? They've had NXT matches that have had five stars. I didn't think Punk, they've had a WWE one. Can't be seen and got one back in 2011 for sure. Oh, it did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Liv Morgan with the Shader Braves have got three and a quarter. Uh, Ray and Ed versus uh, Judgment Day got three and three quarters. Um, Rollins versus Riddle got four and a quarter, and Roman versus Drew got two. Hmm. Didn't get two, Go got four and a half. You didn't even call me out for that one. Um, you never I, know with you never know with Meltzer. This is a good point. I made it. I made this. I made this very point on Bang Bang Graham when I was on this week. Is they mm-hmm. point about his rates with them being completely fucking flawed. Um, Malachi Black has been released by AEW uh, for mental health reasons. He's gone to get some help. Oh, uh, I missed that side. You just told me he, he wasn't there anymore. I didn't know what I thought he'd been released. As in just, he asked for his release to take it to get him to look after. Okay. Uh, as a 90 day no complete clause for WWE only in that contract. Expect him to be in a Royal Rumble program as well. So, on that side of things. Yeah. Um, uh, the buys for AEW All Out, Graham, have announced, and if I can be allowed a moment of time just to quickly bring up the stats for this, because it's a little bit skewed. Um, last year, they, they, made it, they generated 205,000 buys. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, at $50 a pop, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, this year, 135000 Oof, That's a bit of a drop-off right there. It's also the, the first AEW pay-per-view to take less than the year before. Mm. There's also $10 more this year as well. Indeed. Probably um, not such a good idea. They took a million at the gate, though. Mm-hmm. Took a million at the gate. And they drew 9,100 people in 
Um, in Perth, 9,100 people through the door, which is, which is not bad, not bad. Tony Khan has the reason why this happened, and this is him being a whiny little bitch. You can at me if you want for this. At me, at Dan Griffin 21. Okay. <laughs> the reason why he said it because trip because Triple H had WWE run two shows during Labor Day weekend. I would like to point out that Clash of the Castle was the day before, and World Collide was on, finished half an hour before your show started, Tony. And it was designed that way so there would so there would be no clash. Because Triple H has actually been quite complimentary about your product on social media. It's almost like a rising ship rises all a rising tides rise all ships, you know? Mm-hmm. We've said this how many times? Tony Khan was bitching about something which is not even accurate. I mean, I mean I know he's trying to deflect from what's been going on. Uh, but he he was bitching about that before uh, the problem that press conference started. As at the press conference, he was saying all this stuff as well. So I'm like, Tony, you've got bigger shit to worry about, right? <laughs> you could be you you've got some of your biggest names on the shelf because they like, because one can't keep his mouth shut. And yeah, it's embarrassing. You've been critical of Tony Khan a few times, and you've had to say the phrase allegedly on things he might have taken. And I've normally just kind of laughed it off. Um, having seen some of the video fit- footage this week, I was like, that's right. Like, I, I got to start going down that same path. Uh, he looked, and, and I don't think it's a character at this point for that part. Um, it looked irrational. He looked... I don't know. If all the things that were talked about backstage are true and are going on, he, he's obviously got a lot on his plate right now. WWE is yeah. doing much better. But he was generally irrational. Uh, he did not... The image that you have of CEOs was not befitting with the image he was presenting on screen. And it looked bad. It looked really bad. There is a... Um, there, there is a... <sighs> A very famous video game character, Graham, which I bear him here, called Trevor Phillips from Grand Theft Auto series. Zara um, Phillips? That's what I would sum him up as. Like, no, Trevor Phillips, Graham. Oh, sorry. Trevor Phillips. He, he's a cannibalistic psychopath. Uh-huh. Um, so very different from Zara Phillips, who is a descendant of the Queen, Graham. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I am... Um, I didn't even mention that, that side of things um, regarding that, but yeah, it was, it was awkward. It was awkward. There has been in the last five, six hours, some people saying that the press conference was, may have been a work. I'm like, work or not, you don't, don't do that at press conferences. This is meant to be, you know, the stuff out of script. Not, it's not, this is meant to be the genuine sort of like full of media sort of thing. But it isn't meant to be for the fans, as it were. You know, grow the ha- f- Haven't we said before the best stuff is when the lines get blurred, though? When it's difficult to no. tell the difference between... Oh, you're so full of shit. You're shaking no, your head no, no, yeah, When I you can't that. tell the difference between what's staged and what's real. 
I get that, Graham, but there is a time and a place for this stuff. And the whole shit around Colt Cabana, I mean, I mean, I've said it already. Johnny shouldn't have brought up in the first place, but Punk was unprofessional dealing with it. And if Punk had, and if you hadn't got um, the hotline to Colombian sitting next to him, um, <laughs> allegedly, uh, then... He likes maybe, his coffee. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, then maybe um, things would have escalated like they were. Um, if they'd have had any semblance of vetting the calls as well, maybe that would be a better idea. It was not well handled at all. And Tony Khan is Fred Dave Who said this for how long? I do seem to remember the, um, I can't remember what event it was after, but the uh, press conference when LJ asked a question as well. So it's not unprecedented that <laughs> Tony Khan in particular would not give uh, good answers. And I don't know, it's, it seems like a side of wrestling that's, um, it is focused on more than it has been in previous years, but the, the media side of it and it there are there's multiple times when he doesn't seem to have got it right um yeah he needs work it's it's not his strong suit so perhaps it might be something in future it might just not want to do like it's not gonna it, that doesn't affect the pay-per-view figures no one's buying a pay-per-view after the event in that case so uh, yeah no, i don't know no. i did want to ask you one thing when you carried on talking i was pausing and I, I forgot to ask i'm pretty sure last year at all out though there was also a wwe event on the saturday right so it's not like that was anything different either this no. is not unusual to have wwe on saturday AEW on sunday now that part of why we changed it because so they made sure they get neat people eyes on a product I I would be curious to know, and obviously we'll never know now, if the pricing had been kept at the same level. This is the the economist in me. The more you price something, the less people are going to buy it. There's an optimum price. So that's obviously why the network eventually stopped doing their pay-per-views. And they were like, it's much better if we just charge $10, as it was at that time, and we get millions of people in, than charging 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever it was, and only getting a few hundred thousand buying it. There is that optimum price, and I do wonder, I think AEW has it wrong right now, and because there's no way I'm paying that sort of money. There's no reason to. I can have a whole year of Peacock with ads for the price of that uh, pay-per-view, and Mm. why wouldn't I when I can also watch all my English Premier League soccer at the same time on that channel? Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. So I think you might have got that one wrong as well. Exactly. I mean, for context, Graham, as well, um, in the UK, um, WWE gave it away for free on BT. Oh, they did? I did not know that. It was live on BT Sport. Wow. It was live on the normal on the normal channel. You it did was- mention that, and I, I didn't realise at the time. I thought it was just being, like, screened on there, and it was perhaps a pay... I, I remember you saying, because we were trying to figure out what time it finished. I remember you mentioned that, and it didn't really resonate quite perhaps as much as it should have done. Hmm. Yeah, so that's a big that. So there's no way Vince would have done that. There's no way Vince would have done that in a million years. But the fact that is, is that if you've got like the free version in inverted commas of the network, uh-huh. Peacock, um, how much is that a month? Five dollars? 
five dollars a month if you don't want commercials. If you want, if you're prepared to watch some commercials, obviously they don't really put commercials on during pay per views and stuff. And if you're watching the the soccer, there's not either until it gets to half time. So yeah. it's not really that big of a deal. I'm not watching regular shows on that channel. So but. five bucks, mm-hmm. people got to watch World Collide, and they yeah. got to watch Castle. Yep. So they would have had the money to watch your show, Tony Khan. And the clash. Apart from the castle. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I got. Um, I had something. I don't remember what it was. Um, I, I think the main. Oh, I, I remember what it was. Uh, it was Worlds Collide again. Um, I, I watched it intermittently. I watched the start of it and I watched the end of it. And the re- the wrestling was awesome. That that's not the problem. No. I, I just kind of felt, and I, I mentioned this to you. This you got a lot of predictions right over the weekend. Matt. I, I got to give you kudos to it. Like you were like the 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 one that I said was um, Tyler Bates going to look absolutely awesome, but there's no way he's winning. And and that's pretty much what happened. But I kind of felt that was like that for all the UK stars. Like they all came out looking really good, but they didn't really get anything at the end of it. They didn't really get much out of it. Um, and I think that's a shame. I, I am hoping that Tyler Bate we will see more of. And um, mm. um, perhaps I'd be okay if I saw Pete Dunne in that same match as well at some point in the future, possibly. And with that name. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a sour point. So that was kind of why I tuned out. I, I could have clicked pause and then just carried on watching all the matches. But it was like, no, it, it's not It's not quite doing it for me. If, if there was a bit more of a... If, it, if the results weren't as predictable, I know when you used to do your prediction show, that would have been a pretty easy one to predict. And unfortunately, when events are easy to predict, they're, they're nowhere near as good, unfortunately. This is the problem when... Because um, I remember we had um, Mason and Zachary Shiloh on for Matt Attack, and they both got 100% scores. And could, because the card was easy to predict. Mm-hmm. Yep. And somehow I didn't get 100%. <laughs> you always have one wild card in there because you know that there should be a wild card pick and if it's not then it's not not really a good if you can predict 100 percent, it's probably not a good pay-per-view i think i think that I would got, be my feeling i got a lot of predictions right mm-hmm. at um Crash the castle but i think most people if not everybody predicted drew was walking out of the belt mm-hmm. once you said it was for both i knew he wasn't winning like and that to me that was that when you said it was two stars, I, I can't remember anything particular about the match because I, I didn't really care about the match. I knew Roman was yeah. winning. I liked the ending of it. Um, yeah. I think I, I think the uh, the Usos is it brother younger brother? I don't remember. Younger brother, yeah. So like, he's actually on the SmackDown roster now, I believe. I think he was called up. Uh, I think yeah, I been, saw that. He's been called up to the main roster now. I, I keep saying that because I can't remember his name. Solo. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, no, once I saw that, I was like, nah. And as I'm doing my bad comments, one more. Um, I saw somebody uh, posting it. I saw a few people post this. The fact that Roman Reigns hasn't been pinned in a thousand days as like some beacon of brilliance or something. Like the number of times that that's been interfered with, it's had interference in matches and that. Like I'm done with Roman's title reign. I, I know it's going on till WrestleMania at least. Uh, but I'm done with it. I'm absolutely people, done with it. Some people were saying that there are no plans for him to lose the championship anytime this year. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, would I mind if he showed up once in a fucking while? That's the only thing that um, I think WWE is doing wrong right now. Pretty much. Um, that that's the sorry. That's the number one thing I think they're doing wrong. They are doing other things wrong as well, but I think that's probably the number one thing that they're doing. 
maybe, but Roman did make Drew look amazing. He and did, but so what? So, so what? It was the same in the end. It was the same story. The Usos interfered, basically, pretty much. This is the thing. This is the thing, Graham. It's it's getting old hat, as far as I'm concerned. All right. Well, I know we missed a lot of stuff because uh, we didn't even talk about Dominic Mysterio at all. I I figured you would either love it or hate it, and I figured it would come up at some point. But hey, let's find out what our listeners said if they had the chance to respond because I gave him less than two hours. But let's find out. Good. Um, it was very amusing, Matt, when you messaged me and you were like, um, have you put out a tweet for fan cop moments? And there was that moment of realisation. It was like, oh, crap. Um, yeah, no, I didn't even give it a moment's thought. Um, I just saw that Sasha's tweeting, uh, trending on Twitter. So I am just scrolling through quickly. Uh, nah, it's all it's all speculation at this point. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. Perhaps next week we might get to talk about that. All right. Do you want to start us off, Matt? Uh, I can do, Graham. Sure. Because I don't have it. I'm still trying to pull up the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay, Graham. Thankfully, I have it to hand, Graham. So um, I'm just, I am think I'll start off with UTT Rob, which is a good comment. Getting his Ben clashed at the castle with some good eggs. Uh, scrambled? Poached? Oh, you mean friends, okay, sorry. Um, bad cop moment, falling behind on wrestling and podcasts after last weekend. So can you make catch up? Fine, it's no problem at all. Relatable got, moment. You've got JGB you can catch up with. You've got you've got um you've got bang bang you can catch up with. That's a good one to check out from me this week. I uh, meant to ask you, Matt, because you're a you're a big supporter of all things MGB and JGB. Uh, we went. Um, we were so full of ourselves last week that we actually put out two episodes. We did not do the nine 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 challenge. We did the five 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 challenge, but we were only going to record an, an inning, and then we were just going to summarize the match. And we ended up just leaving it recording. We had great fun doing it. Um, I don't think it's particularly listenable for most people. Uh, I haven't looked at the views. It's probably awful, and it's probably awful to listen to as well. But we had a great fun doing it, so I wanted to do it. Have you listened to it at all? Haven't had a chance to yet, but I will do. Okay. I am not forcing your hand at all. If, if you were ever to skip an episode, <laughs> that would certainly be one to skip. But I was curious about what your thoughts were. I will probably ask you next time. Then. When you, you are, drop, if, Graham. If you do intend watching it. Uh, it came out on Monday. We actually released our first episode, the regular kind of JGB. We released a day early, so we could release the, uh, the following one the day. But yeah, and it was about an hour and a half of Jackson and I just talking and eating well, and... <laughs> To answer your question, Graham, the episode you released for the week, a day earlier, the one you released the next day, for an hour and a half, is doing better than the <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I, I tend to find, because I know we're a very niche podcast, and we're, we're not the best, uh, but we have fun doing it, and, that, and that's really all that matters. It's Jackson wanted to do it, and I was like, of course, we will definitely do it. And I'm loving researching baseball and finding out mm-hmm. different stuff. Um, but normally the shorter episodes tend to do a little bit better. If we once we get around the 30 minute mark, 40 minute mark, that people are normally okay with that. I know one time we went to an hour and the numbers were like <laughs> they dropped right off. So I was like, an hour and a half is probably gonna scare everybody off. Okay, interesting. Indeed. Um uh, and the w- and the WTF cop moment, the fallout from all out. Hope it's all of work. Uh, yeah, I, I think it I'm, I'm gonna say I think it, I, already said I, think it sake, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Danny, our Scottish juggalo, uh, hashtag good cop moment. Watch TNA No Surrender from 2007 earlier. 
absolutely stacked card with a very enjoyable matches. Thankfully, he didn't post any spoilers. I do believe, Graham, 15 years ago, I do believe it was... Ooh, nice. Wow. Hey, it's episode 206. I an hour and five minutes in. Matt got something mathematical correct. All right, carry on, carry on. Um, I just want to make sure we get that in the uh, the Christmas crackers at the end of the year. I've been doing ratios, Graham, today. Ooh. Thank you very much. Ooh. You've nailed them as well now. Um, I believe the main event is Mojo vs. Angle as well. Huh. So... I'm probably wrong on that one. Danny at me later. I'm probably wrong. Um, Chat, Gravel and Jeep Pops. Um, good cop. Gunter versus Seamus. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing match. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Seamus smashed around that much and still nearly come out on top. Nearly, nearly, nearly. Bad cop, all out. Uh, they're not AEW fans. He doesn't and, like Moxley is not his cup of tea, so no. I'm not surprised by that. And hilarious cop, AEW media scrum descending into utter chaos. <laughs> I mean, work or not, it didn't look professional. Uh huh. I did it. actually wonder as as my, I haven't written down my devil's advocate. I've learned down nothing this week at all. Well, the, the the one I did think of, and this is the one I rejected. Oh, do you have one or two? One for sure. Second one I'm working on still. All right. Um, one was going to be next year's AEW. They should just forget the event and just go straight to the media scrum instead. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was one I did kind of I, thought of because it was I, more entertaining. Um, high five, Tom. Continuing the same sort of thing. Uh, good cop moment. Walter and Gunther match since he slimmed down. Um, oh, sorry. Watch my first Walter Gunther match uh, since he slimmed down and he hasn't lost a step and still chops like three Mack trucks. And bad cop moment, the Montreal screw job is still a work. Very topical, Tom. We appreciate that sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to um, Mr. Dan Griffin. Uh, best cop moment, being carded for Trash the Castle, being part of further stadium show in 30 years, meeting a great friend, some IL for the first, and having a blast. And did I mention I met Bret Hart? I we saw I saw the picture as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worst got moment. The rest of the first promoter fucking over fans. Oh, mm-hmm. mm, not good. Oh, I've totally forgot a bad cop moment. Um, this is what you get. This is why you're supposed to take notes. Did yeah. you see Ruby Soho landed on her neck? Ouch. Oh my goodness. I was wearing her shirt the next day before I'd actually seen the highlights. Mm. And I was like, oh my goodness. That yeah, I'm I don't know how long she's out for or if she is out at all, but oof, get well soon, Ruby. That, that's not something you want to see at all. Um, I think that's everybody, which considering they had less than two hours, I think is actually I think that's better than when we gave two days notice for our last show, Matt. Uh, everyone was, we think everyone was waiting or they were traveling to Cardiff and doing other stuff. So it's uh, that's fine, no cause it's all good. All right, look out for the tweet. Who knows? And based on this week, probably around an hour before we go on air next week. Good. Sisters, brothers, and non-binary others. Welcome to episode 206 of Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast, Devil's Advocate Round. This is where myself and Graham throw devil's advocates at each other for 20 seconds, which are ridiculous statements we do not believe in, but must defend as if they are the truth. They're believing what we're saying is the, is the truth, 
and actually not just for comedic effect, peg out with the DA, DA and die format. Graham, your choice, sir. Um, before I forget mine, um, I think I'm going to go now. I've been trying right. to, while you were talking, I was trying to finalise the words in my head. I think I'm going to go with this. Uh, nothing demonstrates the adage, addition by subtraction, better than the fact that Braun Strowman and Karrion Cross have both rejoined WWE, and I'm obviously talking about the organisation, Control Your Narrative. Absolutely. Let's not forget that the whole reason that Troy and started was because they wanted to actually do their own thing. Well, we know how that ended up, Graham, didn't they? Because they, they, they wanted to literally, uh, no rules, but here are the rules we've got to follow. And they actually were actually worse than the ones they had before. No wonder they've gone back to WWE. I would too for the sport money they're getting paid. All right, that's the time. So um, how's EC3 going to run that organisation by himself? Well, he is in the top one percent allegedly. Uh, well, that 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 is true. Um, I do kind of feel a little sorry for him. Like they had all these big plans, and then suddenly two thirds of the group have uh, returned to uh, pastures greener, and um, um, no such word on EC three, unfortunately. Oh, really, really, really bad cop moment, which I did not write down. Did you see the EC three interview? Um, in relation to allegations that he made against uh, Velveteen Dream. I heard about it, yes. Yeah, not good. I think we'll just leave it at that, right? Yes, we'll leave it at that. I'm surprised nobody in the fan cop mentioned it. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too, with hindsight, yeah. Right, Graham. Those advocates, I've got two for you. I asked how many as he says one, and he says I'm working. Okay, I'm you did say two. working on one. All right. I've, okay. Yeah, I've got two. I have managed to finish the second one, so I will give it one to you after if you want to. No, nah, that's all right. I'm sure I can think of a second one off the top of my head. Okay. One, one I've got for you, Graham, is <clears throat> two hundred bucks for standing in line for three hours and not getting a, 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 a autograph of Bret Hart is fine. Well, absolutely. I would say it's more about the build-up with things like this. I remember when I went to go see Mick Foley, like the, the butterflies I had in my stomach the whole time, knowing that I was actually going to meet him. Like This was the first really big, big, big name I met. So the actual part of it in the end was it was actually kind of, it was anticlimactic, as people who listen to MGB would know. So no, it's more about the build-up, the anticipation, rather than the actual event itself. Um, give me context. more. I did not hear this. Do context? Okay. Yeah, this was the WrestleFest stuff, Graham. This was oh, happening. that's what that was. Oh. This happened in Cardiff, Graham. Yeah. Some people got to me, Brett, but it was a clusterfuck. So oh, it, it was absolute clusterfuck. I'm gonna read from I'm gonna read from um, a statement which was which was given uh, about it. <clears throat> uh, people called it shambolic, basically. Um, people were queuing for hours. Some people drove all the way from Scotland to meet Bret Hart. Um, Tyson Fury was also there as well. Um, at the prison, at the, at the prison city center, um, yeah, and it was all going to be done so they could because obviously they were both at the show. Like, oh, Bret Hart was there, obviously, at Cantor Castle, as was Tyson Fury, who got involved in the main event, of course. So, yeah. um, yeah, they uh, people, people arrived, they were greeted with, and I'm quoting here from the article, um. Chaotic scenes, long queues, some left without meeting anybody. Um, and they paid £200 in advance 
for the chance for the photo opportunity with Bret Hart. And mm. no, to quote the uh, the um, the WrestleFest company, we would like to thank everyone who attended WrestleFest 2022 in Cardiff. Rather than some of the concerns and comments we had on this group, Facebook group, which by the way they've now blocked any replies on ground because the event has, in other words, ended. Basically, yeah. like posted, fuck off. Basically, um, <clears throat> we would like to confirm that no one um, who bought or other photos did not were denied the opportunity to redeem their purchase. All talent visitors and talent who were advertised were all present and all stayed to to provide autographs and photos for the allocation that was purchased. Timing did run over, but it's not uncommon, they said. We were completely privileged to have been able to bring Bret Hart to the UK. They mentioned Bret Hart's name four times in this article. Not once yeah. they spell it right. Mm, shut up. Really? Wow. Two teams. Wow. That's now, awful. Bearing in mind... Us as wrestling fans, yes, we're a, a strange breed, but we remember this stuff, and it's not hard to, to just do a quick Google. If you type Bret Hart with two T's in, it corrects it to Bret Hart with one T. Yeah. 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 How can you fuck this up so badly? <sighs> so, yeah, um, as I was sitting on that, I'm hoping that we weren't going to dive into it too much, and you didn't. So, thank you for that. All right, um, I, I have one. I just looked something up so I can use I can use that as a fact now. Um, I th- this episode was clearly a mistake. We should definitely have watched the baseball because through five innings, there's been a grand total of four hits. Four hits in, in five innings, Graham. That sounds like a Liverpool match, let's face it. Uh, amount of goals that Liverpool record in this season. Absolutely, doesn't matter that baseball um, is, is a 18-over um, game, effectively. You get... You, I've been doing my research, Graham. You know, I even had the beer all ready to go, Graham. So I'm really upset we didn't get to do it. Um, I, I was going to give a little update as we were going to finish the show, uh, just to see what it was. I just looked. The score is 2 0. Uh, the Cubs have three hits, I think it said, and uh, the Giants have one hit. So I was like, and there's been one error. Uh, it sounds like a thoroughly dull game. So I think we might have, a, if that was going to be your like, baseball experience, I'm glad we didn't pick that game particularly. Mm. Right, Graham. This My second one, is, one, I believe. This one is for you, obviously. This one is I've been, wor- I've been working to try and make this work. We try to get the wording right. So I hope it works. Okay. okay. Edge's balls. Uh, uh, but, 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 excuse me. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting. Keep going. <clears throat> I'll start again. Edge's balls are clearly very, very tough. They're clearly strong enough to remove shoes at will. Oh, now okay. Now I understand the wording of it. Well, of course, when you're a tough and when you're a tough and wrestler like that, that, that's part of the thing. When you play that, uh, when you play that character who can be really antagonistic and annoying, you're going to expect a low blow here and there. So, somebody who's been in the wrestling ring for I don't know, I'm going to pull a figure out my behind right now, 25 years or so, you're obviously going to get much tougher, and the shoes will fall off as a consequence. That's so. That's what. That's when his shoe fell off. I remember you talking about that. And I didn't really notice it. So it fell out after he kicked him. Oh. When Billy Mysterio kicked him in the nuts, his shoe, mm-hmm. his shoe came off, and then he's like to take his other shoe off and just left him in the ring. Mm-hmm. I'm like, odd. Um, I hadn't planned the baseball one being the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I, I I did have a. I said I'll come up with a second one for you. 
Um, and since you've just talked about Edge and Dominic, um, the one I saw, I suddenly was like, oh, I remember seeing this. This is not my own work at all. Um, it was, it's not really a devil's advocate. I'll just mention it. Uh, somebody described Dominic Mysterio, obviously with his new look this week, uh, described him as an emo Peter Parker. So, Spider-Man 3. Okay, works for me. Mm -hmm. It's not really a devil's advocate because the picture was actually really good. It was I very accurate. I know that I keep plugging my appearance on Bang Bang, but it what it was a good show to do. Mm -hmm. um, and he will be coming on the show at some point soon. I was going to say, bad cop moment on you. I was like, I hope you reorganize the reverse fixture and you're like, That's, question mark, question mark, question it, mark. It, I was like, it's going to happen. He's got to sync up diaries. Right. Um, yeah. but we'll figure it out at some point. Um, he, um, we were talking about um, Dominic Mysterio being in heel factions and so on and so forth. I don't know if you've had a chance to catch it or not, Graham, but you should if you haven't uh -huh. had a chance yet. Um, and I found it awkward talking about Dominic Mysterio. Why? Well, I remember him being seven years old, and he's not seven years old anymore. And he's not. I've, I keep saying that heels don't wear onesies in the ring. Um, he needs to just go to like Finn does, basically. I think it worked better for him with a heel persona. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see the eleven, uh, ele bleh, the evolution of heel Dominic. We'll, we'll see. What I do like they were chanting Eddie's son at him. Or yes, obviously it worked really, really well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really really well um, I'd like to point out as well that that's not the only time it's happened to Edge recently either oh, okay. Edge had another, another wrestler game low blow and it happened to him again so it's twice it's happened to him in recent memory hmm. <laughs> so that's why it's on there for that reason but yeah that's us done guys um, we'll be back next week with 207 uh, we're out of here guys boom Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.